0: Good Saturday morning. Welcome back to the Riz Report. You already know who it is. It's Roman the Stoic. For those that don't, and you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome. Um, we are at episode number 22. All right, we're pushing through. Um, want to say a quick shout out to Steve Wittenberger. Really talented artist. I've been following him for a while. Um. And I got a tattoo from him last night, so super stoked on that tattoo man it came out awesome um if you wanna see it right there on the camera um yeah I've always wanted to get a tattoo at that black pelican it's uh, Steve Wittenberger tattooing out of black pelican tattoo in um on Spanish river in Boca Raton um yeah it's a it's got a great vibe that shop and uh as I was getting tatted, I pretty much decided, I'm like, all right, this is where I'm going to fill up the rest of my arm. <clears throat> you know, he had asked around where I got my tattoos before and shit. I told him a couple artists and he, he knew. And um, yeah, I've always kind of shopped around with the tattoos. I've never I've never felt like I had to uh, stay with in, in one shop or one person or anything like that. And, and also my tattoos have always been so spaced out. Because of lack of funds or, or whatever. I just never put any money aside for the tattoos, really. And I only really get tattoos when something something major happens in life. It's almost like a, a life milestone or something. So this tattoo I just got was, you know, in tribute of my cat, Mr. Finn, who passed away. I had to, unfortunately, put him down last year, almost a year ago. Uh, he had cancer, tumors in his throat, if you can fucking believe that. So, got a nice little tattoo tribute for him. And, yeah, I'm stoked on it. You know, thank you. Uh, Now I got several cat tattoos because whatever, man. I love pussy, huh? (laughs) Um, Also, what else we did? I did a little poll on Instagram and I said um, if I should trim this fucking crazy beard I got going on or if I should keep it growing. And uh, the polls are in. 75% of you said to keep it growing. I appreciate you. Um 25% said trim that shit. <laughs> it's just when you're growing hair and you're growing beard hair or fucking your your hair long as a male or something. You get to this point where it's like you get to the awkward stage, you know, I call it the ugly duckling stage or whatever where it's just awkward. You got to wear hats. If you're growing your, your hair long, there's a point where you just got to wear hats. You can't tie it up yet. It's not long enough. Um, but it's also kind of unmanageable. But you got to push through that. And so um, that's where I'm at with the beard. Is uh, I was looking at it and I'm like, fuck, man, it's looking a little wild. I should I should trim it down or I should uh, buzz it all. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I dig it, though. Um I just know, like whatever you're looking at it every day. I gotta, I gotta just be patient. It teaches patience. Um, all right. So I'm actually gonna have a pretty crazy fucking week coming up. We got spring break, so um, kids are gonna be out of school, and I'm gonna be working at the studio a lot this week. Um, all throughout the mornings, you know, usually I wake, uh, I work later in the day, but, uh, this whole week I'm actually going to be working from eight in the morning all day, um, Monday through Friday. So I'm going to try and get the podcast in after all that, right. If I can, uh, in between private lessons and all that, but I will do my best. So I figured, fuck it. I'll do it on Saturday as well. And we'll put out episode number 22 now. So today I'm just gonna go over same shit kind of you know kind of some news stories I had saved up over the course of the week that I thought were pretty interesting and um thought it'd be cool if we took a look at that so um let's start with this I'll inform you guys that uh tomorrow is what is it spring forward it's it's daylight savings time so we gotta fucking Whatever, our phones do it automatically. <laughs> Unless you got an old watch. See, I got like an old digital clock over there, so I'm going to have to change that an hour back. But yeah, we're going to lose a fucking hour, man. So, I already wake up hella early. So instead of 6.30, now I'm going to be waking up at 7.30, I believe. Um, But yeah, um, I got CNN pulled up here. And they got a little thing written on the Daylight Savings Time. I guess a little history. <laughs> So, CNN says, it's that time of the year again. This weekend, you'll sacrifice an hour's sleep in exchange for a few months of extra daylight. Benjamin Franklin first thought up of the idea of daylight saving time in 1784. Look at that. My boy Benji. My boy Benji Franklin first thought up of the idea of daylight savings time in 1784. How much did he come up with? He made fucking bifocals. Bifocals. This man created Daylight Savings Time. All right, let's see. It wasn't instituted until World War One, and then went into effect to save energy used for lights. Fucking cheap bastards. <laughs> the Standard Time Act established time zones and daylight savings in 1918, but it was short-lived. Daylight savings was repeated the following year. I would say that's pretty, you know, we're at 100 years of daylight savings time. It's pretty wild. The Uniform Act of 1966 established daylight savings time throughout the United States and gave the states the option to exempt themselves. Huh. Hawaii and most of Arizona do not follow the daylight savings time. Guam, Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, and American Samoa also skip out on the clock-changing fun. That's interesting. Yeah, growing up in Puerto Rico, what I remember was... Yeah, we never had the daylight savings time, but what I did notice was all the shows that I would watch, um, like whatever, I was a kid, so I would watch like Disney Channel or fucking Nickelodeon or something. All the shows that I was used to watching at, at let's say, 2 o'clock, now I had to go watch them at 1 o'clock, okay? I do remember that, but it was still 2 o'clock for me or whatever, right? I think we're actually an hour behind Uh, Puerto Rico is an hour behind. Uh, 1974 and 75, Congress extended daylight savings time to save energy during the energy crisis. That's crazy. So what does that mean? That means that what? We get an extra hour of daylight. So what their thought process was (laughs) um, changing back the clock so that people stay out. What does the time have to do with anything? An hour, especially. If people were out at six versus five, it's still sunlight out. I wonder if that worked. In two thousand seven, daylight savings uh, got a few weeks longer, running from the second day second Sunday in March to the first Sunday in November. About seventy countries around the world observe daylight savings, but many countries near the equator do not. It's not universally popular, though. Farmer, what is it? Farmers note that their livestock don't live by a clock and complain that they have to adjust their working hours to deal with the animals. Also, any parent will tell you, babies don't quite get it either. Yeah. It's like we're always running against nature, right? It's like, it's like human beings are always trying to go against nature. We're trying to go against our own biological clock here just to save fucking energy. You know, save energy for what? For what? Don't you want people sucking up more energy? They got to pay you. Won't FPL want you to be using more of your fucking light? All right. This was another crazy one. Um, CNN travel. World's face. Sorry. Sorry. World's first space hotel scheduled to open in 2027. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. World's first space hotel scheduled to open in 2027. Let's let's read it. There's no way. That's in six years. I'm not even doing that. And, and plus, it's probably just for those rich fucks. It's going to be like that Altered Carbon show or whatever where all those fucking rich white assholes are living up in the sky somewhere if you're if you're daydreaming of future travels while stuck at home during the pandemic why fantasize about the beaches of bali or the canals of venice when vacationing in space could be your future yeah why wouldn't you want to be uh in a fucking floating metal can in space you know in the in the endless vacuum of space right when you could be on a nice warm beach (laughs) Back in 2019, Californian company, the Gateway Foundation, released the plans for a cruise ship-style hotel that could one day float above the Earth's atmosphere. <clears throat> they got that show out. What is it? They got uh, – God, I, I forget. We I watched a couple episodes. It's on HBO, but they got a show about that, all right, about the future and this like kind of like a cruise line – in space, and then it gets knocked off course, right? So you got to think of all this crazy shit. Dude, we can't even safely bring it, bring a fucking, um, bring a, what is it, a space shuttle back, right? Didn't SpaceX try that and it fucking blew up a uh, couple weeks ago? Dog, what are people going to do? You know, plummet back to Earth in that little fucking NASA capsule that just falls in the middle of the ocean? All right, let's keep let's keep reading. Then called uh Von Braun Station, this futuristic concept, compromise of 24 modules connected by elevator shafts that make up a rotating wheel orbiting the earth was scheduled to be fully operational by 2027. So it's probably like a like a satellite where it stays in the same orbit. And <clears throat> here's the thing now too, we're we're uh we're really filling up Whatever you would call it our orbit or our rotational pull with fucking um satellites how do you there's so many satellites up there how do you fucking um not hit each other how do you, you how do you calculate that you know that shit's always boggle my fucking mind is that a lot of this space stuff is really theoretical uh, you know and I don't Fully trust the theoretical shit. Um, Not with my life at least, right? All right, let's keep going. In a recent interview with CNN Travel, Binco explained that there are some COVID-related delays, but construction on the space hotel is expected to begin in 2026 and a sojourn in space could be a reality by 2027. Yeah. They're just going to start shipping people out into space and just leaving them out there like, yeah fuck it start containing people all right we're trying to make a i guess this is what they said said blinko we're trying to make the public realize that this golden age of space travel is just around the corner it's coming and it's coming fast i don't know man that's terrifying here they got a little concept of a uh, of what it could look like and they got you know a couple couple white chicks lounging at a bar out in space looking down at earth fuck that dude Sure, it'd be cool, okay? I think that would be tight. I would never have the balls, even if I had the money. I'd never have the balls to do that. Um, Rendering of what the hotel might look look like suggests an interior not dissimilar to a luxury earthbound hotel, just some pretty spectacular out-of-this-world views. Uh, the initial design premiered a couple years ago. Tim Atorn, senior designer, architect of the Orbital Assembly Corporation. The hotel's aesthetic was a direct response to Stanley Kubrick's movie 2001: A Space Odyssey, which he called almost a blueprint of what not to do. Yeah, isn't it crazy that humans can come up with ideas through film, through animation? through writing it down and, uh, you know, just putting it out into the world. Right. And then people figure out how to fucking do it. That's why I believe in that. Um, you know, whatever the secret, right. You know, my mom, when I went to college, she's like, Oh my God, I found this book, the secret. And, you know, and it was like, and I had read a couple pages of it or whatever, a couple chapters that she had shared to me. And I was like, mom, I already know this. Like, I've already been doing this. I'm chasing what I love to do. You know, I'm putting it out into the world, but I'm also working at it, you know? Um, And that's, I think that's true with human beings, man. We can, it's almost like alchemy in the sense that we could put our thoughts out there, we could write it down. And the more you write it down, the more you, I don't know, envision it, the more of a chance of it, it has to becoming a reality. So it's fucking crazy that a movie that came out 40 years ago, you know, in in 45, 50 years, we're going to have, they're saying we're going to have fucking people vacationing in space. Fuck that, dude. People can't even handle vacations down here. It's about to be spring break. I'm sure there's going to be some crazy shit happening at these hotels and all this shit. Imagine some fucking drunk assholes up in space, dude. I don't know. It just seems like it would be a fucking nightmare to be these first people that are coming up with this and taking the huge risk of putting people out there. Like who who's going to insure them? Who's insuring this fucking earthbound uh, or I mean, this spacebound hotel? Well, I don't know. Um, what else? That actually got me thinking about. Uh, this this documentary on HBO and it was called uh, Cla- Class Action Park. Check out Class Action Park on HBO. And uh, it's a documentary on this fucking water park, theme park that opened in the 70s, 79 I believe, and ran through the 80s and early 90s. And it was like the craziest fucking water park ever and there was a ton of ton of deaths and a ton of fucking uh, injuries and uh yeah it's a pretty intense one so watch that uh all right we'll wrap this up how does it work i'm gonna i'm gonna read over how it works and um because i'm actually really interested in how the fuck this is gonna work all right altor told cnn travel that the rotating wheel would work to create a simulated gravity the station rotates pushing the contents of the station out to the perimeter of the station, much in the way that you can spin a bucket of water. the water pushes out into the bucket and stays in place. See, I'm a dumb fuck. I can't even I can't even really understand what he just said. The station rotates, pushing the contents of the station out to the perimeter of the station, okay? Much in the way that you can spin a bucket of water, the water pushes it out, pushes out into the bucket, and stays in place. So just just spinning fast so that gravity keeps you in place. Uh, near the center of the station, there's no artificial gravity, Altor explains. But as you move down the outside of the station, the feeling of gravity increases. Dude. Imagine people get sick on boats, dude. People get sick on the water. <laughs> what kind of pills are you going to be giving people who are fucking getting uh, space sick? Um, and then here's the thing, yo. They train these motherfuckers. They train these astronauts and shit to go to space, right? They get they get you going on these fucking 6Gs or whatever, 9Gs. I don't fucking know. They get you spinning in that crazy thing, right? They train you for months and months and years to go to space. How are you going to just send a, a group of fucking rich whiteies to space? No training. Um, all right. The hotel's original name was chosen because the concept was inspired by the 60 year old designs from Warner von Braun, an aerospace engineer who pioneered the rocket technology first in Germany and later in the US. He is the, pretty sure, the founder of NASA. And has some had some serious Nazi ties. He was a fucking Nazi while living in Germany. Von Braun was involved. With, oh, here we go. Involved in the Nazi rocket development while living in Germany. Von Braun was involved in the Nazi rocket development program. So naming the space hotel after him was a controversial choice. Yeah, yeah, dude. Here's the here's the thing. He's an old ass, probably racist man, but he was a scientist and and he. Look, he shaped the world, right? He shaped the world with, with his inventions. <clears throat> they already got NASA dedicated to him, all right? Why don't you just do something else, right? Why don't you just fucking name it Space Odyssey or whatever? Fucking name it the Kubrick, you know? That's what you said you got inspired by. Uh, this was partly why the name's been changed. Blinko told CNN Travel the station is not really about him. It's based on his designs, and we like his contributions towards science and space. But, you know, Voyeur... Foyer Station is so much more than that. That's what it's called. Voyager Station is so much more than that. It's the stuff in the future, and we want a name that doesn't have those attachments to it. Yeah. Smart choice. Smart choice. Um, It's not really explaining to me how it's going to work, buddy. You just told me about that anti-gravity thing that I don't even know. Sounds a little too much. Uh, space trim is becoming an increasingly hot topic, and there are several companies trying to make it happen, Virgin Galactic and Elon Musk SpaceX. SpaceX Starship Systems could help Voyager stations off the ground. We cannot call SpaceX our partners, is what they're saying, but in the future we look forward to working with them, uh, told recent live interview advising viewers to hang tight. <laughs> However, the team behind the Voyager station have said they're hoping eventually to make a stay at the hotel equivalent to a trip on a cruise or a trip to Disneyland. That's what they're they're expecting for that.
1: Mm, I don't know.
0: I don't know. We're just going to be blasting people into fucking space, dude. That seems a little much. That seems like a lot. But, hey, I'd love to see it be done. I don't think I'd personally ever do it. Um, let's move on. This one's a good one, I think. I haven't read it yet, but I had seen the tag, and I, I think it'd be good to read. So, this next article is Mississippi Governor Signs Bill Banning Transgender Students from Women's Sports Approving First Anti-Trans Law of 2021. Okay. So just on that title alone, um, just on that title alone, that last sentence is what kind of really bugs me. Approving first anti-trans law of 2021. So I'm going to go ahead and read it. I'm going to go see what the fuck the bill's about before I just start spewing shit out of my mouth that I don't fucking know about. Okay. So um, let's, let's go ahead and read it. Um, Washington, CNN, the transgender athletes in Mississippi's public schools and colleges will no longer be allowed to compete in women's sports after the state's Republican governor on Thursday signed the first statewide anti-trans law of 2021. I doubt he fucking named it that SB 2536 is the first anti-trans legislation to be approved by a governor this year with similar bills percolating in state House across the country and one such bill currently before South Dakota's Republican governor advocates of the bill have argued that trans women have a physical advantage over cisgender women in sports while critics contend that they are discriminatory including the human rights campaign and the nation's largest LGBTQ rights group all right so so let's put it this way LGBTQ rights group and you know, human rights campaign, you know, let's say, let's say I'm a man who weighs 220 pounds. I'm stacked of muscle. All right. I've been competing at a high athletic level since high school and now into college. Right. Um, all of a sudden I decide I want to be a female and I undergo some sex change or some shit. All right. Or I, or I identify as transgender Should that man be allowed to play in the same league as women? Right? Women? It's not, it's, this has nothing to do with what you identify as or or whatever, what your sexual preference is. This has to do with the fact that men are physically stronger than women. Okay. In most 90% of cases, I would say. Right? I, I, I grew up in uh, Orlando, I, I, and in in high school, I actually was um, in the wrestling team, freshman and sophomore year, and we had girls in the wrestling team, and we would wrestle girls in the wrestling team, and that was cool, and they were strong, you know, um, but there's a different strength, dude. You can't expect, it would be like, you know, you see these UFC female fighters, they'd kick my ass, that's for sure. They'd fucking knock me out. They'd knock out the, the average man, for sure. But you put, you know, the best female UFC fighter against the best male UFC fighter, it's not It's not going to be pretty, okay? Um, yeah, they might be able to defend themselves and get a couple Hicks in, but there is a definite physical advantage that men have over women, okay? We produce testosterone. <laughs> and so I don't think this is about being sexist or or anything like that man it's really about protecting i don't know the dignity of sports and stuff you know unless you know unless you just want to mix all sports together you know i mean you can't expect to have what about a woman what if a woman identifies as a man and she wants to hop into football um she would get fucking wrecked wouldn't she right so it's a it's a weird topic in the sense that it's like dude is this a big deal? <laughs> again, again, is this a big deal? All right, we're going to be sending people into space. <laughs> is this a big deal? All right, the important piece of the legislation will ensure that young girls in Mississippi have a fair level playing field in public schools. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. How about you just make a, a division for transgender athletes, or is that too much? Or is that non-inclusive for you? Huh? How about you have your own VIP club where you fucking... You know, you play your sports through transgender athletes, all right? Uh, The law which prohibits transgender athletes from competing in women's sports teams in state high schools and universities passed the Mississippi House last week by a vote of 8128. The state Senate approved the measure last month by a vote of 3419. The bill states that women's and girls' uh, sports will... Not be open to students of the male sex, but the law does not explain how student sex will be determined for the purpose of the law or how challenges to any individual participated will be resolved. Greaves believes the act will send a positive men- message to cisgender women athletes in the state. What does cisgender mean? Does that mean women? Does that mean regular women? Uh, uh, it sends a clear, so does that mean I'm a cisgender male? Uh, it sends a, c- a clear message to my daughters and all of Mississippi's daughters that their rights are worth voting for. Hmm. Yeah. Picture this. Okay. You got, you got a daughter and, uh, she plays, I don't know, soccer. And, um, over on the other team, there's some fucking big ass burly man that just, transitioned and you know he slide tackles her right i don't know man i don't know or we just have everyone do a free-for-all right you want to play football try it you know but there's definitely going to be a crazy advantage for um males that transition over to being females because you just have a physical advantage you know it is what it is man i it's like again it goes again to what I was saying earlier. It's like humans are trying to fight nature. It's like we're trying to go against nature.
1: <clears throat> Good morning.
0: How you doing? I just sleep. It's 10:42. That's the latest you've been sleeping in a while, huh? You must have been tired. I'm doing the podcast. Want to say hi to the podcast? Oh, right now. Yeah. Huh? Or what? Do you, what are your what Hello. are your thoughts on this? Here, let's go over this. What are your thoughts on this? Mississippi's governor signs bill banning transgender students from women's sports, approving the first anti-trans law of 2021. This is basically this. These people they signed a law in Mississippi. Preventing males who transition into being a woman from competing in women's sports.
1: Well, they kind of have an advantage.
0: They have a major advantage. You do me,
1: baby. What
0: a pretty girl. Advantage wise, I kind of understand. Yeah. Imagine you were. At the same time. At the same time. I. If they are fully trans, then I kind of disagree. Like transitioned, you mean? Yeah. Like, everything's gone. Not just that they're taking the hormonal pills and they're growing breasts now. I mean, like, if they have no more male organs or parts. Yeah, but they still have male muscles. They do. You know, so but, it's kind of unfair for a woman who, let's say, has been, I don't know. Training for you. Training for her whole life at something, and then all of a sudden this man who identifies as a woman comes in and, and has a clear advantage. And not saying that,
1: all this the must times not have that win. she
0: made this law because something like that had happened, they have. They have. There's been a guy, there was a guy who transitioned purposely to dominate in the sports that he was doing. But did he fully they, transition? They, t- you, they took away his uh, they took away all his medals and stuff. I think he did. I think he removed his parts.
1: Well, if he removed <laughs> his parts, I mean, I'm not saying But he's if you looked at Romeo a picture, now, he but... was
0: he was still like this jacked ass dude, yeah, because at the end of the day, he still has. Yeah. So I think people are just getting all out of whack here. I don't know. I don't really like talking about it because I feel (laughs) like it's so controversial. It is. It could really. Yeah. Very controversial shit. So. Well, we'll keep it moving. How about this? Next, next uh, news thing. Japanese company successfully test a manned flying car for the first time. We're in the future, people. All right, Japanese company announced a sex- successful test drive of flying car. SkyDrive Inc. Sounds like a fake-ass company, huh? Uh, conducted the public demonstration on August 25th. The company said in news release at Toyota's test fields, one of the largest in Japan and home to the car's company's development base. Um, the car name SD03, manned with a pilot, took off and circled the field for about four minutes we're extremely excited to have achieved japan's first ever uh, manned flight in the flying car two years since we founded SkyDrive inc all right i mean what's the what are the hopes for this are they gonna sell this are people gonna be whipping this shit around i don't know all this futuristic shit i just look at it as like it's just for rich ass people who's gonna fucking drive that Who's going to afford that little thing? Oh, you don't know, be sick as if like they started doing like little races or something like that? Like little going around the racetrack? Now, that would be dope. Uh, company hopes to make the flying car part of our normal life and not just a commodity. How are you going to do that? More test flights will occur in the future under different conditions to make sure the safety and technology of the vehicle meets industry standards. I mean... It's not really the vehicle that I'm worried about. I think it's the, more the pilots, right? That's going to have to be a whole separate license. Um, and how are you going to whip that around? Company will continue to develop technologies and safely secure the launch to the flying car in 2023. No price has been announced. Let's got a video. I'm going to take a look at the video. I'm trying to see this shit in action. Kind of looks like the, the little Star Wars thing. I'm going to start saving up for it with that third stimulus check from Moneybags Joe. All right, let's see this thing. Is it hovering? It looks like it's got some sort of little helicopter propellers at the sides. Like a drone. It looks like it's a fucking big-ass drone. All right, the vehicle took off on August 25th and circled for about four minutes. Looks a little slow right now. He's just hovering in place. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a big-ass drone, dude. Oh, my gosh. Uh, company says it's the world's smallest electric vehicle takeoff and landing. Okay. So it's electric. I wonder if it's loud. It probably just sounds like one of those fucking drones. Sky Drive. Why'd this Japanese company put it all in English? Literally says skydrive driven to fly dot com on, on the side of it. Oh, experts say the first air taxis could start providing simple transfer services for the next years, next couple years, huh? Imagine calling an Uber and all you, all of a sudden you hear just comes fucking picks you up. You mistakenly hop into the uh, into the Amazon drone. All right. How about this guy? They're trying to get rid of this uh, governor, Andrew Cuomo, the guy who's got all fucking wild about the pandemic last year. Let's try and read that. I think there were some sexual allegations against him. All right. CNN, a coordinated call from the majority of New York's Democratic congressional delegation for Andrew Cuomo to resign in the face of sexual harassment and bullying claims, as well as questions surrounding nursing home deaths from COVID 19, badly, or, or, what the fuck happened? Badly imperils the New York governor's chance of surviving this series of growing scandals. Those calling for Cuomo to step aside range from the influential liberals like Rep. Representatives Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez and Jamal Bowman to high-ranking and long-serving members like Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler and uh, Oversight and Reform Committee Chair Carolyn Maloney. Later Friday, both Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Senator Kristen Gilbrand added their names to the expanding list of the Senate's delegation to say Cuomo should resign. Oof, It's not looking good for the boy. All right. Um, so what happened? What are these allegations? He's facing uh, allegations from multiple women of sexual harassment or inappropriate behavior. Those accusations began in late February when a former aide alleged in a Medium post that Cuomo kissed her on the lips against her will in 2018 after a short meeting with his New York City office. All right, so we got Governor Pepe Le Pew Cuomo over here out here with them rapey lips, dude. Uh, In a press conference last week, Cuomo apologized to all the women making accusations. He apologized to them, holy shit, explaining that he never realized he was making anyone feel uncomfortable. He also denied touching anyone inappropriately. Hey, I didn't know you didn't like your ass getting smacked, huh? Is that what he was fucking saying? Unbelievable. In a press conference last week, Cuomo apologized. Oh, I just read that. Uh, since the series of the controversies began, Cuomo had been repeatedly asked about whether he would resign, and he repeatedly rejected the idea. He went all Jordan Belfort. I'm not fucking doing it. There's no way I resign. That's what he said last weekend crazy. So what he was um just being uh, inappropriate in the work setting. Um tw- 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 Yeah, I don't know. We're not from New York so I don't really fucking know what what he's been doing. But it's not looking good for him. It's looking like uh you know, it's kind of a shame too cuz it seems like he was really trying to do what was best for New York during the whole pandemic. And he probably, he looks tired. Let's just say that he looks fucking tired. So, you know, maybe he really should just fucking resign. The people are turning, you know, maybe he should just fucking resign. All right. Um, No way. CN, CNBC, some Americans have already received the third stimulus payment. All right, uh, money bags, Joe, baby. Joe Biden, another pep of the pure. Fucking, they got all those pictures about him being all creepy. Um, the Biden White House said, that's what they're calling it, the Biden White House said Thursday that the funds would be available as soon as this weekend. The current spokesperson said the bank did not wait for the funds to settle before making them available to customers. For those waiting on the payment, the IRS will soon have a tracking tool available on its website as it did for the first and second payment. All right. Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Definitely going to help with the bills. And... uh, pay off that bullshit ticket I got <sighs> oh man oh so so my girl finally she saw the person who's been parking in the handicap the guy who fucking is he he's got one arm shorter than the other so does that affect him walking up the stairs uh all right, all right. So he's handicapped. I'm going to apologize. But at first you said, oh, he's some asshole. <laughs> I didn't know. That's okay. All right. Well, I guess I'm in the wrong. I'm going to pay that ticket this week, okay? Once I get that stimmy. Um, what else? You got any news, Haley? Uh, Sleepy Tom. Who the fuck is Sleepy Tom? Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> How old is he? Wow. So we got Sleepy Tom. My girls, you know, not only does she work all fucking week, um, all day, on Fridays, she also works at this bar, and last night she worked till like 2 in the morning, but... I guess there's some regular there called fucking Sleepy... They call him Sleepy Tom because the poor man gets so hammered, he just passes out there. Unbelievable. That must be sad, you know, to fucking be that guy and just get hammered. I never understood how people could just get hammered like that. I just fucking threw up. I just throw up and get sick. Last night, I had three beers playing fucking uh, Xbox, and by 12 o'clock, I had a headache. But, yeah, by my third banquet, by my third course banquet, I was hammered. Let's uh, let's talk about how when I came home last night. Yeah, last, well, yeah, that's how off of it I was. I don't know. I think it was, I was having a crazy dream and she came home at two in the morning. And for some reason, I thought that you were already in bed with me, all right, because I passed out. I thought you were already in bed with me for some reason. And uh, it it was two in the morning. You should be happy that I have that reaction. Cause it was like two in the morning, and I'm having some crazy dream, and for some reason in my dream, it's like someone's breaking in the house, and so I fucking leaped up and I ran towards the door like someone's trying to break in the house, and um, she got freaked out. She thought I was gonna punch her, and I was literally half asleep, like everything was blurry. I just went for it. Yeah, I for and my heart was pumping. My heart was fucking beating so fast. I was terrified. Legit, I was like terrified because I just, you know, just heard a, a strange noise and I can't and I fucking ran to the door. So yeah, it's not the first time. Once she tries to scare me, I always like have to hold back my punch because my initial reaction, if somebody or something pops up in front of me, is to fucking put my hands up and, and throw it, you know? So she did that trying to scare me, trying to be funny. And uh I got from like an inch within her face. All right. Um, Let's see this one. I probably won't understand this next one because I'm a dummy, but this will be the last one, and then I'm going to go on with my Saturday. We're going to take the dogs to the park and shit. Um, This is livescience.com. Monster antimatter particle slams into Antarctica. What does that even mean? This event was predicted in 1960, but never seen before the real world how do people just theorize shit? Especially shit like that. Something you can't even fucking see. This event was predicted in 1960 and it was never seen in the real world. Where'd you come up with that assumption, guy? All right. The most remote particle detector on earth has detected the most energetic antimatter particle ever. A single ultralight particle that smacked into the Antarctic ice with the relative, relatively thundering energy of sixty-three hundred flying mosquitoes. What kind of? Why don't they, why don't they just break it down by miles per hour? Sixty-three hundred flying mosquitoes. What kind of thundering energy is that? What a weird uh, fucking illusion. All right, so anyways, anti, for those that don't know, an antimatter particle is like something that – I saw this in a show. Something that scientists um can't really explain, and it's not that it's like anti per se or, or I don't know, dark or anything like that. It's just something that they've – that's more theoretical than, than anything. They're trying to find it. That's what antimatter is. It's something that's that they don't know. What type of matter it is, but they know it's some sort of matter. The collision occurred in twenty sixteen, but researchers only confirmed the details of an event March tenth of the event event in March tenth in a paper published in the Journal of nature. this anti neutrino, an antimatter counterpart of the wispy difficult to detect particles known as neutrino, collided with the electron somewhere in the ice of Antarctica at nearly the speed of light. Okay, so now we know that 6,300 flying mosquitoes travel at the speed of light. The, the collision created the shower of particles detected by the buried ice cube neutrino Observatory, a facility responsible for much of the important high-energy neutrino research of the last decade. Now Ice Cube physicists report that the particle shower included evidence of long-theorized but never-before-seen event known as the Glasgow Resonance. Glash, Glashow Resonance, sorry. Back in 1960, physicist Stephen Glashow... Then a postgraduate research at the Nordic Institute for Theoretical Physics in Denmark predicted that when a sufficient high energy neutrino antineutrino collided with an electron it would produce a heavy short-lived particle known as the W boson. Glashow's predicted prediction replied on the fundamental rules of the standard model of a particle physics, a theory that dominates how researchers understand everything from the insides of atoms to light to antimatter. The trouble I have with this type of shit is that it's all theoretical. These men have entire careers making up stuff. And I would get pissed when I was over in my fucking astronomy class And they're throwing me some crazy-ass equation that I have to solve, asking me uh, at what speed of light or what light years uh, I'd have to fucking figure out from here to some star. How do you know? How do you know that's there? How do you know how far it is? Has anyone ever seen an atom? No one has ever really seen an atom. Humans like to see something before they believe it in it. That's what uh, educationjlab.org. I don't know. Can anyone actually see an atom? Atoms are extremely small, measuring about 1 times 10 to 10 meters in diameter because of their small size. It's impossible to view view them using a light microscope. While it may not be possible to view an atom using a light microscope, a number of techniques have been developed to observe and study the structure of atoms. Let's see that. Electron Microscopy. <clears throat> All right. According to the studies, Vienna University of Technology researchers working on the energy-filtered transmission electron microscopy, EFTEM, <laughs> found out that under given conditions, it's actually possible to view images of individual electrons in their orbit, as well as... Um, New electron microscope was unveiled in the UK and is capable of resolutions down to the atomic level and thus capable of capturing images of individual atoms. According to the researchers, the microscope is capable of imaging objects that are a million times smaller than human hair. Okay, so here we have some sort of composed image here. I mean but you you're not really seeing what it really looks like it's just um it almost looks like it just can detect whatever energy and then it just has some sort of i don't know electrical reading to show you that the shape or whatever the fuck it is so here's an atomic resolution stem imaging of perovskite I don't know what the fuck that is. It just looks like a bunch of little, I don't know, animated balls. That's the thing. You know, in science class and all that shit, they just show you these fucking animations and drawings of fucking what the atom is. But hey, what do I know? I don't know shit. (laughs) I'm just talking shit over here. But we've never really seen it. They can just detect that something's there. So this is all just theoretical shit, man. How do you even detect this stuff? All right. Well, that's enough for that because that's just hurting my brain. I think we're going to take the dogs to the park and hopefully that uh, giant fucking Doberman isn't there. Running the whole park. Going to go to the dog park. We're going to see this fucking muzzled up Doberman benching 245. He's going to be sniffing everybody. <coughs> All right. Have a good fucking weekend. <clears throat> Risk report. I'll tune in later this week, hopefully on Tuesday. Peace.
1: Y'all don't know about the life I live Mm. Y'all don't know about the life I live Y'all don't know about the life I live Better write some shit, get you hyped on it My sights are set Just fuel the jet, we ready to go I heavily smoke Make melodies dope, so ahead of these folks Ain't never been born I'm steadily taunt, like, what the fuck do I choose now? I'm drinking some bows and singing our blows. Then we mixin' a tune, just to give it to you, what the fuck should I do? Always thinking of you. Now I'm looking for clues, put my pain in the booth. And it's painfully true, look for faith in the moon. Yeah, so conceited, getting weed, it's what I needed. What's the reason? I keep breathing, keep believing dreams, I'm reaching love, I'm seeking, she keeps leaving, my heart's bleeding down. Broken pieces, so facetious, rolling reef, a like calm demeanor, holy Jesus, I keep Money's growing, working hard time for bonus Motherfuckers, you can't control us Better hold up, roll up, yeah I'm really sober, all this pain that I encountered That's that shit that made me grow up Through it all, I've been a savage That shit turned me to a loner Since 14, I've been a stoner Since 14, I've had the closure To so chase these dreams with the counterculture 10 years later, now I'm older Still kick a little bit of rap on the track Till I'm on the map, That's just how I'm supposed to Now I'm boastful, hella hopeful I'ma make it out, this hell I go Doing shit that others won't do. Doing shit that others won't do. Y'all don't know.